Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Kathy Anello here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. So today, hey, I'm, you know, I'm okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm just really kind of having an uncomfortability in my body today and not because of today's show. Although I always get a little nervous before you show, which you always know because you're off air with me. And I'm always like, oh, my God, here we go. But we're talking today about expectations. And this came up for you and I in a conversation yesterday because we kind of differ on the subject. And uh, an expectation is simply that we have a wish or a desire coming true that can lift you up and what you would perceive as if this is met, I will feel better and I will be happier. And then I have lived in a life with, with a person that I had to meet different expectations just to be accepted. So there's a lot of different sort of definitions of expectations, but today we're really talking about I was raised with no expectation, let go, let God, you know, the serenity prayer, which I'm going to read really quick. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And even though AA wasn't really a part of my life, it was a prayer that I could always relate to because I would, it would let me give up on expectations from any person thing that I wanted. And then you and I are talking yesterday, and you're like, no, like we are absolutely to have expectations. And so thus the born of this show. <laughs> How are you Ta-da. today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm good. Um, okay, so do you want to just jump right in? I do want to jump right in. Okay, so it what's interesting is is so I, I don't want to to give our listeners like the wrong information or, or misinformation. So in regards to um for me what's true for me in having expectations. It's not, okay, let let me just back up for a second. So we, listeners, we had um, a conversation yesterday about people in our lives and things that we expect from them and things just didn't go the way we planned. Excuse me, didn't go the way we planned. (laughs) Understatement number 417. Yeah, okay. So I... I did a little, you know, me and Abraham, like he's my bud and he's my, he's just my love. They're my love. I guess I should say I'm in a relationship with mutual people of like multiple people. Um, Anyway, I was curious about Abraham's take on it, especially when it came to people. And so did a little research and it really, it really made me rethink expectations for people, like I think there's like a there's a um, there's two different categories almost, if you will. But then like they can combine, right? It's like they can come together. But you know, one of the recordings I was listening to was this gentleman who was like, you know, I don't have any problem with expecting you know money or cars or houses or like that the material he used the word material thing so it's like the material things I had no problem with those expectations but when it comes to people it's a whole different thing and so Abraham said right because with people 
you, meaning the, the guy that was sitting, or we as the audience, you, are, we're expecting that they do things for us. And you can't think of expectations for people in that way. Like you have to just like, it has to be enough like that you love them or, you know, without Mm -hmm. expecting anything back because (sighs) it's not about them. It's about you and, and your expectations for you. And, you know, like one of the things, so I guess like, you know, I don't know if you guys listen to the Abraham recordings, but sometimes like they kind of come in in the middle of something where we don't get the, we don't get the, the backstory, if you will. And then we just get the conversation. So this gentleman was married for seven days um, and then had some really amazing awakenings and awarenesses. And they, and they're oh now gosh. like, it was like, okay. And, and I have no idea like how long they'd been together or anything like that. Cause that wasn't part of the, the story. It was, and I only could grab like, okay, well, you know, cause Abraham was like, well, you found this out in seven yeah. days after you got married, you know? So then they said to him, what if you, because it is all about you, like it is all about us creating what it is that are, is in our lives. What if you, like just for a moment, realize that you are the one that brought this person to you so that you could experience the contrast, so that you could know what it is that you truly, truly want. And like you could hear a pin drop, like it was just like, wow. And so, Boy, that's the, a lot like, to swallow for me. I, well, I know. And I sent you that recording, and I want you to listen to it yeah. so that you can, like, really <laughs> wrap your head around, like, what they're saying. But the bottom line is, I mean, it's like, like okay. you just, like, the only reason to love somebody, you know, it's like, it feels really good when you love somebody and they love you back. But it's like, it's really about you and how you feel when you love this person because it, and right. it's like basically like right. just the fact that you love them is enough. Like it, it, it I want to say this and I don't mean it to be that way, but it, it has to be enough because that's just how it is. And that's how we get into trouble with expectations for people. Right. Right. Like I mean, how in a like, it's almost like getting back to unconditional love because when you love somebody without having an expectation that they, you know, for them, it's like you're accepting unconditionally who they are, that they are not perfect, you know, and it means yeah. that you're able to sort of let them go and be themselves and work on your own self because loving someone else obviously goes hand in hand with loving yourself because I don't feel like you can ever really truly love somebody to the level you're supposed to, unless you have that same respect and love for yourself. And I know that right. from experience, you know, um, right. a lot of times we, you know, to love somebody without expectation, you know, you can let them go when they're hurt you. And that was something I never learned. You know, it was like, Love has so many different layers, but if you take the expectation of your partner meeting your needs on, I mean, there's compromises and there's stuff that I think you have to do in relationships to make them work. Expect 100 person to, to be what you think that they should be or how they should act is 
it's actually makes my body so confused. I can't even stand it. Like in the simplest terms, well, when I have an expectation of how a person's supposed to treat me because I would treat them that way. Like it confuses my body so much that I can't even think about it. I'm like, I just need to go. Right. But that it's like the ultimate self care and the ultimate self love. It's like, you know, it's like, Hey, this didn't work for me. And if that person is willing to see like, okay, you know, like, you you have to you have to be in a place where you have to know if that works for you or not and then you know it might be time right. to move on or whatever you know like oh. that's about yeah and then that gets into boundaries and it's it was a heavy one to listen to like it, the recording that i chose of course was like the perfect one but to see right. it in or to listen to it in that way and it's not a, it's not a heavy do like when, like, it's like, oh yeah, like I get it. We just think so differently about it. It's like, we are looking to people to make us feel better. And that's not the case. It's like, you know, I don't think I do Abraham that anymore. Says, yeah. I, I think that we all have that part of us that, that the other person can make us feel better, especially in a love situation. Cause you're like, and butterflies and I'm being kissed and I'm being t- you know, like there's a lot of so wonderful things that come with a not, you know, like a, a, a partnership, you know, whatever that is. But I was just reading this thing and it said like, these are the six things you should always expect from your partner. And I want to just tap that onto that conversation. And I think they're perfect. And, it, and if you could just live within these expectations from your partner, I think that that's really all the other stuff becomes bullshit. So it says time. It goes without saying that time is important to build a relationship. Respect. In order to be respected, you must show respect. Intimacy. And intimacy is deeper than sexuality. Compassion, loyalty, love. Oh, right? Like, that's it. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. It's, like, and, like, so everything else you know, goes nothing... on the wayside because those are the things that you need to have in order to sustain, sustain. you know, those are the only expectations, I guess, I would love for that to be my truth in my next relationship. <laughs> Just those six okay. things. Yeah. Well, and that's my let's make sure that you have that for you. Let's make sure that you have those expectations right. for yourself. Because, you know, it's well, all know, vibrational. Can, so when you. Right. And I've definitely been giving myself time. So that goes without saying for sure. Like time has been my best friend this year and really just taking time to to figure out what my expectations are in a relationship, you know, and like you said, like, what if that was, the, you know, the experiences that I have were the contrast to show me, you know, what it is that I actually really do want or what I don't want. And it's kind of an exciting place to be. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> right. Well, you know, okay. it's like, I mean, we could, and I just want to say this one last thing. And that is that, you know, when, when um, Abraham, I remember, uh, Abraham saying something like, I love when he tells stories about um, Esther. And so she was saying, or they were saying like one day, like Esther was like doing something really great. And she said, I did that. You know, it's like, she created that. She did that. And then something else would happen that might be kind of yucky or whatever. And it's like, I did that too. You know? So it's like, we just, <laughs> it's, Damn. we, we have never, I don't think that in the world of growing up and I mean, very rarely do, do people get the opportunity to, to learn 
quote unquote, the correct way to be, I think. Like, I don't know if I'm using the right words of it, but, you know, it's like we always point to other people and say, well, you did that to me and you did that to me and you did that and you do you, you, you. But it's really me, 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 you know, like. Anyway, well, you know, and I think it's, here's, the de- here's the deadliest expectations, I just unspoken expectations. The ones where you don't tell anybody what the expectation is and you're having them meet it. I was just like, oh, my God, that's so true. Like unspoken expectations are killer because nobody's communicating. And so then you're just like the other person's just having to assume shit. You know, it's like, "Uh, is this going to be the thing? Is this going to be the one that gets you? So no more unspoken expectations. I'm going to just give that high five advice out to all our listeners. Like, like if you have to tell people what you expect. You have to be like, be able to have that conversation. And that goes back to boundaries with how you want to be treated. And that kind of puts expectations on the side because you're just really being truthful. Like, here it is. This is who I am. This is what I want. Because we can't control what others think or what others do, but we can control how we interact in the world and what we want our life to be. And it really does, like, it starts at home. Like, put your own oxygen mask on first. You take care of you and everyone else around you kind of just filters in and the expectations are out of it because you're taking care of what your soul needs, what your heart needs, what you're going to feel good. Like when I felt this mass confusion in my body, I'm like, I don't want to live with that feeling. I just want to feel, you know, calm and peaceful. And so throw those expectations away. I was just like, let go and let God, though, because the other part of me is like, I can't control anything. So I only have the expectation to let go and let God, you know. And then it's up to God to bring it up, you know, like, I posted this thing on Facebook the other day. I'm like, hello, God, just checking in here <laughs> on that thing I gave you the other day. How are we doing? Like, still waiting. Right. You know, and I laughed at that so hard. Like, I just belly laughed because I was like, that is so me. I'm always like, give it to God. But then I want to take the string and be like, here we go. No, we really need this to do. But I've been doing good. You know I have. I've been doing so good. Just letting go and, like, not having any expectations on any of these things in my life that are sort of stagnant right now. I'm just like, okay, whatever happens. It's a, it's, a, it's a process to get yourself to that way of thinking. Oh, my God, 100%. Like, because it's, yeah. it's like you learned how to boil water, and then you found out, like, that's not the right way to boil water or something. Like, it's, it's that basic, I feel like. It's, it's like we were just not taught the basics in the right way and it's like totally unlearning what you were taught to relearn how it really works like how it really works okay so So. what is a positive way to have an expectation what you know what's a positive way to say okay so like I want to win the lottery is like way out there but just let's say I want an easy flow of money and I expect to have this so what's the process of Abraham to to really have an expectation that will be fulfilled? Well, I think the first thing is, is self-love and self-worth. And, you know, if you don't believe it, like if, even if there's like a glimmer of doubt that you don't believe that you can have something, then that, you know, like the vibration is bad. I'm not bad. It's just, it's, it's just not the best vibration to have. It won't, because it won't then it catch won't on to that. Yeah. Right. It won't, you know, you want to just make sure that you've got 
you have the belief. It's like your self-worth. It's self-love. It's self-care. It's like you are worthy of anything and everything that you have that you want. You know, I mean, that's what they talk about all the time. And the bottom line Mm -hmm. is we we want what we want because we think we're going to feel better. And so if we can just get to that place of feeling better anyway and just trusting the process and just knowing and getting excited and, you know, I mean, I, and, and listen, I, it's a lot easier said than done for sure because, <laughs> you know, we, we fall back. We're human, right? We're human. We, we do the best we can. And we've been, a belief is something that you just keep thinking, right? It's not a truth. It's not like a solid table or something. It's just a thought you just keep thinking. And that's the bottom line, you know? And it's like, so you just, you really, it's like what Wayne says, you know, change the way you look at things and the things you look at will change. It's like, if if you don't believe that you are worthy of money in your life, if you don't believe it, you know, then you have to, like you somehow have to come to peace with the fact that it's okay to have money. I grew up so poor. <laughs> like I I like I I mean this one story in particular is just it's kind of like we would go out to dinner and then I would like take a hair off of my head and put it in my food and Ew. then I would stop it. Well, mm-hmm. then I would say to the I mean, but that's how poor I was growing up. Like, I know it sounds weird, but then they would take it off the bill. And so then we could afford to eat. Like, I know that sounds horrible, but, but here, but the bottom line of the whole thing was, is that, you know, it's like, you're poor, we're poor, we're struggling. We're, you know, it's like all of these words that were like pounded, you know, it's like, it's like osmosis. And so for me, I'll tell you the change, the change for me was when I remember hearing the story of Louise Hay and how she like made it at like 60. And I was like, okay, well, she can do it. I can do it kind of thing. Yeah. She started her company. I am worthy of, yeah, like on her freaking kitchen table. Like I am worthy of all of that stuff. And why not? Like, why not? Why not me? Well, we all are. Everybody's, you're right. Everybody's worthy of of it. And so, like, the other thing, just for expectations, I was thinking of all the different expectation, like, avenues. Like, there's the parental expectation. We expect our kids to act a certain way. There's the relationship expectations. There's the work expectations, you know, whether you're having to meet expectations or you're a manager and you're expecting from. And all those, like, that whole word kind of encompasses the things in our life that cause friction and you know like you know if you're telling the kid to wash the dishes or you're telling you know your your lover he needs to come to bed when you go to bed at nine o'clock or you're telling your boss you know that that uh, you're trying to do this project and, and you're trying to not tell them that you don't know how to do it there's like all these different ways that we interact in the world with expectations and I was just thinking about it and I'm thinking like what if you just threw that out and only focus on like so, you know, like I, this is how I run my house. So these are the dishes are going to be done every day by five and that's your job. And there's no discussion about it. Not an expectation. This is just how it is. My relationship with you, you need to come to bed three times a week at night. You know, like I feel like I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I could solve all the world problems if I just spoke my truth, didn't have the expectations, but said these are sort of my boundaries of what I need. 
you know, or if your employee's not picking it up, you sit down and you talk to them. These are the expectations we have for this job. If you can't fill it, boom, you're gone. Like, I know it sounds so cold and easy, but wouldn't that be bad? Yes. And honesty, you know, it's like, this is what really works for me. And then like, and then we have the compromise. It's like, you know, it's like if you, if you are like, are in a relationship with somebody, it's like, you know what, my expectation is, is that we have dinner together at the table three nights a week. Yeah, you know, for sure, like, three nights a week. And then if you meet that, then how great is that? Because then your expectations being met and you're giving another person freedom to sort of, because when you live with somebody every single day, like there's, you've got to be able to have some type of a life as well. And that was always a struggle. So I feel like having that balance, but having that need met for, to be in a relationship and have that importance of family and family, dinner. and maybe for someone it's five days, maybe it's whatever you agree on, but still allowing and then the clean part, like I remember, you know, my mom used to take, if you left a dish in the sink, she would literally take it up and you would come home and it was on your bed. Like there was no argument, the dish will be done or you will sleep with it. And so it really just taught me always to do the dishes. <laughs> you know, and it was like, uh, you got to do your dishes. So it was like a practice that she didn't really have any wavering on. It wasn't like she expected me to do it. She was like, this is what I'm going to do if you don't. And I, and I think about that, and I think, well, there's been so many times with my kids that I just did the dishes anyway and never put out there that boundary, or I just folded the clothes anyways, or I, you know, and maybe, you know, it was a resentment. And I, I was reading something, and it said, like, expectations are premeditated resentments, <laughs> which really oh, makes God. sense. Whoa. Whoa, read that again. <laughs> yeah. Expectations are premeditated because if someone doesn't meet it, then you're feeling like they did something to you. And, and if it was unspoken, they didn't even know. Oh, my God, don't get me going on this subject. Whoa. I could just go off. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good conversation to, like, have. And, like, you know, I also think that expectations might even be subconscious. So so bringing it to the to the forefront, it's like, you know, yeah. it's in yeah. a relation. Like, I think that having expectations in a relationship are, um, you know, when there's two people involved, it's like, and it's important. It's a, an important conversation. But, you know, it just kind of goes back to the expectations that you have for yourselves, you know, and it's like, you just want to make sure that you, that you honor your truth for you. And that the reason that you do something is because it makes you feel good, not to have somebody else do something to make you feel good. I mean, maybe it's just keeping the expectations for your own self, like how you want life to be, and not putting those expectations on anyone else. And that goes back to sort of the law of attraction where you're like, I'm expecting to, you know, this to be done by this date. I'm expecting to have a book published. I'm expecting to have, you know, 10,000 listeners. Thank you on my podcast. I'm expecting that. And I work my inner expectations and just sort of focus on that, which gives me less focus on everybody else's world, you know, except for the people close to you that you, you know, you interact with, which, you know, changes the dynamic. So, um, you know, I don't know. I just think it's better to just kind of bring your expectations closer to your own heart. Like maybe it's like, you know, I expect to be treated this way by a person. And if they're not, even though it hurts, if they're not treating the way you want to be treated in a, in a relationship or in a friendship, 
then you might have to be like, this is a really hard decision, but I have to let this go, even though it's sad, you know? And so it's just, it's about honoring you and what's true for you and your expectations for you. And I really, people, I just want you to know if you're listening to this right now, seriously, just got that. Just know. Yeah, I, (laughs) I know. And, And I got the whole, you know, when I, when I said goodbye to my other <clears throat> position, um, there were just, you know, it was, there was a buildup and a build, and it was like basically being in a relationship with somebody. Right. And it was like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that treats me this way. Like you can almost look at everything like work environment or whatever, you know, right. as I'm saying it's so that type of relationship. Yeah. And so it was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be in this relationship anymore. Thank you. Next. You know, like, <laughs> but you know, oh, and you God, and I are I'm both so like, I was just going to say you and I are both older. And so we, I kind of wish that I got that lesson a little bit earlier in life, but Hey, better late than never. <laughs> For sure. You know, and I'm an emotional mess today. I was yesterday, too, and I was out. I was going to give a shout-out to J-Lo, my friend, and we were talking last night and every little thing, and so I showed her this thing that said, follow your heart, and I couldn't even say the words, follow your heart, before tears were running out of my head. I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise last night crying in Demi's story. I'm like, okay. Oh, wasn't yeah. it wonderful? Oh, my God. I was just I crying. Love her so story. I love like, so I was just like, it's just so funny to me that um, emotions and expectations really go hand in hand because I ha- I didn't have any expectations yesterday. And, you know, you know, kind of what happened for me yesterday. I had none and nothing happened. And I also realized that every time something unexpected, unexpected happened, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. And so I really, when we were talking about expectations yesterday, it was like, wow, like I'm a more on an emotional state than an expectation state. And then I was thinking about expectations in the other way. And I was like, I love that contrast of it all. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, good morning universe. Can we like, I would love for something to surprise and delight me today. Right. That's like, it's like a, a, yeah, it's a little treat. It's like a, it's an unexpected, like, but, you know, it's a, you're expecting something. You just don't know what, right? I'm expecting you, universe, to do something surprising and delighting for me. Wouldn't that be surprising fun? Surprising and delighting. And wouldn't that be fun? I love it. I love the whole thought of this. So, okay, is there any, uh, I have no questions on Facebook. Nobody asked me anything. Ask me anything. Uh, my expectations was that people would, and they didn't. But, uh, see. One of the things that Wayne Dyer, I have read this little thing today, and this is not a, really a Wayne Dyer Wednesday, but he said that he was doing a workshop and he received a letter from an audience member that said that it did, the workshop did not live up to her expectations. And this is what he said. An audience of a 1,000 people will probably have a 1,000 different sets of expectations. How could I possibly meet completely all of those varied and intimate and unique sets of expectations? I'd have to dance to the music I hear, and I invite you to do the same. Honor the divine within you by going to a quiet place and tune into your sacred melody. Oh, 
See, that, yeah, that and that basically cool. he's saying like he did he did what made him feel good. And yeah, she did resonate with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was just really good. Okay, so we're going to wrap up. I am going to pull a card today. And I am pulling from the Fairy Tarot deck. So if you guys are listening right now and you have a question, obviously this is a general reading and I have no idea what you're thinking. I only know what I'm thinking. And I'm going to pull these cards for myself. And I actually had two pop out of the deck, so that's where we're going. Oh, okay. So okay, the first card I picked is Justice. Take the time to review the details carefully. You will win in the end. Fair and objective decisions. I don't know if that resonates for anybody else, but it certainly does for me. And then the other one is the seven of summer, and it says no more procrastinating. Your power comes from making a decision. Confusion that arises from overanalyzing the options. Wow. Interesting cards. Perfect for me. Wow. So I decided to go a little uh, – okay, so I have these um, – it's just, it's not, they're not Oracle cards. They're just like, um, it's, it, they're ask and it is given cards from Esther and Jerry Hicks. And so mm. the card that I pulled today is an empty feeling is telling me something important. And then the description of it is a negative feeling indicates that your current choice of thought is so out of harmony with your source energy that you are disallowing your full connection with that energy stream. You could say that your fuel tank is approaching empty. Your emotions do not create, but they do in, indicate what you are currently attracting. I think that that Ooh. is pretty much a good summary of our call today. Absolutely. All right, my dear. Happy LA life. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. All right. Love you. Love you we'll guys. Talk soon. Thank you for listening in. All right. All right. Aloha, everybody. We'll talk soon.